Thank you for tuning in to the Hope Community Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here.
Thank you for hanging out with us today. Uh, if you haven't done so, please hit the like and the share button. Let's get this message out as far as we can today. And if it's your first time hanging with us, we want you to know uh, we welcome you, we see you, and we value you. So thank you for taking the time to hang with us today. Uh, we are beginning our Advent celebration. This is Advent week one. 
Uh, super excited. Advent's always been super special to us, and we're doing it doing it a little differently this year, but it's going to be all right. We're still going to be able to celebrate, and the way I see it is we're moving our Advent celebration from beyond just us, from beyond our four walls, and opening it up to our neighborhood, to our communities, uh, to our friends and our family. We get to do this on a broader scope this year. So it's exciting, right? I'm excited about it. I hope you are too. Uh, but we're talking about uh, Advent, the progression of hope. And my heart is, is that as we go through these weeks, we'll realize that hope isn't something that's far off in the future. Hope isn't something that was back in the past, but hope is something that has progressively moved with us because hope is here. And this week, we're going to look at Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 and 2 in the Message Bible. And we're also going to check out um, John chapter 1 in the first few verses in the Mirror Translation. But I just want to read them to you first, okay? It says this, first this, God created the heavens and earth. All you see, all you don't see. Earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness, an inky blackness. Spirit brooded like a bird above the abyss. Now let's go to John chapter 1, starting with verse 1. It says, to go back to the very beginning is to find the word already present there, face to face with God. The word is I am. God's eloquence echoes and concludes in him. The word equals God. The beginning mirrors the word face to face with God. The Logos is the source. Everything commences in him. He remains the exclusive parent reference to their existence. There is nothing original except the word. The logic of God defines the only possible place where humankind can trace their genesis. His life is the light that defines our lives. So what I want to see or what I want us to see in these passages is the fact that the beginning of beginnings starts with family. God the Father, the Spirit, the Son, together speaking the universe, possibly many universes, we don't really know, right? Into existence. Light explodes. You have um, the Father. You have the Son, the Word. You have the Spirit. They're brooding, hovering over like a mother, hovering over nothingness, preparing. And what is sparked? Hope. Hope is the beginning of all life, right? What do families create? Families create hope. And so at the beginning of beginnings, out of family comes hope. And that hope has progressed and persisted since the beginning. Hope is a, is a, a aspect of God. Hope is an aspect of Father, Spirit, Son, and out of that hope, he creates everything. 
And there's something special that he creates. On the sixth day, he creates humankind in his image. And you know, when I read those passages before as a young man, I, I, I would read and see where he took clay mud and, and stuck it together. And, you know, I was like, we're all created from dirt. But, you know, science tells us now that what we are made up of is actually particles, actually the substance of the universe. There's things in us that have been created from, that come from stars, that come from cosmic dust, that comes from all types of things. So it was more than just mud that you and I were created from. There's something that has sparked, you know, in me over these last few months because it seems like there's a whole lot of negativity and cynicism going on. You see it all over the news and on all types of social media and all these different places. And I tend to talk about it a lot, how it really starts to drag us down. And it's the, the reason behind a lot of the anxiety and the stress that we feel. It's because of all this negativity and how um, we focus so much on some of the dumb stuff that people do and not see the broader perspective of the hope and the life that people bring. All the amazing uh, inventions and science and, and crazy things that human beings have been coming up for, with for the last, I don't know, 20 or 30 years. And so... In the midst of all the craziness that's been going on for the last couple months with the election, with other things, and just, you know, hearing some of that stuff and being, you know, like, like you, I'm sure, you get drugged down, you get worn out over it. And so I started looking for places where they talked a lot more about hope. And I'll be honest, I tried to tune in to some other places that you would consider spiritual or religious places or, or churches and stuff like that, and I kept hearing the same negativity. But there was one place that I found that wasn't, and that was NASA. I know, right? I'm going to nerd out again, but I just, I, there's just been something going on in science right now, especially when it comes to exploring space, that has been so amazing and so hope-filled. And, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but in the last few months, a man has sent uh, a... I don't, it's not really a spaceship, but it's like it's a, basically a satellite to a asteroid and took a piece of the asteroid. It landed on the asteroid, grabbed a piece of it, and took it and, and is bringing it back to Earth so we can in, inspect it. A few years ago, we did the same thing. We landed on a comet that time. There's plans in the next 10 years to build a moon base, right? I know, it's like you're getting weird and crazy sci-fi here, but... The hope, uh, the drive, really coming from humanity in this aspect of science, is to build a moon base to, to eventually go from the moon to Mars. It's been, check this out, it's been discovered in the last few months that there is a sun, or a star-like sun, that is four light years from us, that has two planets that are in what they call the good zone which is basically that right spot from a star where a planet could actually have water that could have life on it, four light years away. Um, there's plans in the next uh, year to launch a telescope satellite in space that will actually be able to take 
pictures of a black hole. And last year, we, uh, for the first time ever, we actually caught a glimpse of one. I forget where it's at, but it's far, far away. But we actually, for the first time, we're able to take a picture, or, or at least the effects of one from space, and actually have not an artist rendition, but an actual picture. And they're saying that in the next year with this new satellite telescope that's going up, that we'll be able to find more and take more pictures. And so I've actually drawn a lot from some of these things that I've been learning about and watching and hearing and seeing. And the hope that they're sharing is, hey, 10 years from now, hey, 100 years from now, hey, 1,000 years from now, there's this hope. And it's funny that the folks that you would think would have that hope, which would be us, the church, isn't sharing that. We're kind of buying into the cynicism. We're buying into all the negativity and sharing more of it. And scientists are actually sharing about hope. Uh, there's a guy that you know that I like. He's like His name is Mikio Kako, Ka Mikio Kakao. And uh, I, honestly, some of the things that he shares, some of the, the, the visionary stuff he has is more prophetic than any of the prophecy that I've heard from a lot of so-called prophets in the church. Him speaking, hopefully, about the future of humanity. It's amazing. And so what, what I'm seeing is I'm seeing folks capture this and starting to live this out. And it's a call for us, those who should know better, to start living out that hope. And what we need to understand is, in these two passages of Scripture, you've got Genesis and then Jesus showing up uh, later on in the New Testament and John speaking of it and sharing with us that, hey, hope was ignited, hope never stopped, it continued to progress, and Jesus reminded, reminded us of that hope, told us, hey, listen, you have that hope. That hope is yours. You were created from that hope. It embodies you. It's a part of your continuum. It's your whole being. Your whole being. The good, the bad, even the ugly, all of it. Hope is in it. And, it, and uh, it, that hope shows us that it never stops. Hope arises as we begin to glimpse, begin to see new possibilities around us. Even in the midst of the good, the bad, and the ugly, there's always new opportunities, new possibilities, uh, new changes that can happen as we begin to move forward. You know, if you've tuned in on Tuesday nights over the last couple of months, Lindsay and I have been talking about what we've learned from the book, uh, Learning to Walk in the Darkness, and how we shouldn't be afraid of, of dark times, that we should actually... Uh, get quiet, listen, um, take it in, and learn from it. And see those places where anxiety and stress and all that rises up within us when we get in those dark moments and recognize them, see them, acknowledge those feelings, and allow them to move on and not go where they take us and actually be there in that moment and learn from it and see what we can make out of it, see where we can go next. And so what we're doing is we're not belittling the, the dark times. We're not uh, uh, 
making light of them. We're actually acknowledging them. That happens so many times with uh, what you might call um, super spirituality or, or, you know, just the kind of fake stuff where you, you just ignore it. No, you don't ignore it. You recognize it. You see it. You see, uh, even in the midst of the bad and the ugly, the hope that's always there. It might not feel like it. It might not look like it's there, but it's there. And you just keep moving through it. So it's in these places, <laughs> it's in these places that we begin to uh, make some changes. I, I think it's called, uh, what's the true uh understanding of the word repentance. It's renewing your mind. It's rethinking. It's changing. It's adopting new ways. You know, there's moments and there's times when we get in the midst of the mess that if we, if we try to move too fast or if we don't take it in, we're not going to see those moments where we can have a renewal of the mind, where we can actually see things differently and actually change move more in a positive direction, right? Um, if you're like me, there's been times in the past where you've more recognized the negative and the, the cynical view, and you keep going down that way, and you end up like that hippo that doesn't move with the fresh water, and you, you go towards the mud, and you get stuck, and what happens when you get stuck? You get angry and bitter and mad and, and, and hurt, right? And then depression, and so it's in these, in these moments like this that we look for places to re renew our mind or to see things differently or to rethink. And uh, let's just get real for a moment, all right? Let's not talk just fluff. Let's get real. Uh, we are in that season where a lot of people deal with depression and a lot of people deal with anxiety and stress. And... Um, and that comes from uh, all different places, all right? And um, know this, that I'm glad you could listen today and, and maybe get some words of, you know, coming your way and maybe that makes you feel positive and makes you feel like you can take on another day. But listen, if you're really dealing with some of that stuff, as a pastor, uh, I want you to know that it's okay. There's no shame and asking for help. There's no shame in maybe calling someone and saying, hey, I, I need to talk about this. And honestly, there's no shame in calling a professional, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, whatever, um, a therapist. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, for some dumb reason, the church, especially in America, has just demonized uh, therapy. Uh, and that's wrong. Um, there's been all kinds of, of doctors, leaders um, in that field that has come from the church and, and which we should not be scared of it. We should be embracing it and saying, yes, if, if there's stuff going on, you need someone to talk to. If you need help, it's okay to call someone and talk to them. That's part of the hope, right? That's part of the positive change. That's part of the shift. Um, if we can get out of this nonsense of shame and belittling and even honestly making fun of that we can move beyond that and 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 start talking it talking good about it 
and saying, hey, listen, this is okay for you to do that. Um, I think it's not only is it going to help our neighbors and our friends, but it's gonna really going to help us as humanity move forward. So as we celebrate this first week of Advent, I'm going to challenge you to be hope. We've heard uh, from the scriptures that we read that hope was there at the beginning. Hope came from, from the first family, came from God, the Father, the Spirit, the Son. We were created out of that hope. Um, that hope has never stopped. It has continually pro progressed. Um, and we are it. We are hope. Jesus came to remind us that hope is here. That, that we are to be that hope wherever we go. So challenge yourself every day that you wake up. I'm going to be hope today. I'm going to be hope to my family. I'm going to be hope to my friends, my coworkers, my neighborhood, wherever I'm at. I'm going to be like that star on the top of the Christmas tree where every, when it lights up, everybody can see me. Everybody can see that hope. I'm going to help some folks renew their mind by seeing that they were also created from that hope. Right? So thank you guys for hanging out with us. Leave us some thoughts in the comments. Uh, if, seriously, if you, if you need anything, please let us know. Send us a message. Text us. Email us. Um, ask to join uh, our special hope community uh, connection that we have. It's there off the Facebook page. Uh, you can leave prayer requests and things that's going on. You can post them there. Uh, but honestly, if you need to get a hold of us, please connect with us and uh, we'll help you out as much as we can. All right. Thank you, guys. We will see you next Sunday. All right. Hey, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, check out our webpage. It's wearehopecommunity.com. Peruse some of the things that we got going on there. There's a blog, some more media. Um, there's a place to give if you would like to. Um, you can check out some other services that we have got. Um, but more importantly, we'd love to hear from you. And there's a place where you can just write a question, shoot us an email, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. You can also check out our Facebook page and our Instagram. Uh, you can connect to us, connect with us through those as well. But thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember that you are valuable beyond measure. <laughs>